Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome in here on this Friday morning. I'm watching this account that you sent, this yeah. TikTok account for this next story. <laughs> it is amazing what people will do for entertainment on the internet yeah. and what people will watch. I'm also. telling you, I, I, you kind of kicked this off in my head yesterday when we were talking about the, the dog grooming videos that constantly keep showing up in your feed. For that, some reason. For whatever reason, yeah, TikTok has decided you need to watch dog grooming videos. <laughs> and some of them, I would imagine it's like everything else on TikTok. Some of them are going to be five minutes long. Some of them are going to be 15 seconds long, right? And it's yeah. just whatever happens to pop up. Well, Another one of these popped up uh, for me yesterday when I was going through just, you know, doing my bit on Facebook. And there's a, a Facebook group that I follow or a, an account that I follow called Florida Foundry. And what they do is they take these what's called an RHCB, which is a red hot copper ball. And I mean, they, they take this ball of copper. It's usually about, I don't know, an inch and a half, two inches in diameter. And they get the thing just glowing red hot. And then use a pair of pliers, well insulated, and drop it on something. And what do they drop it on? It, well, it depends. Sometimes it's a big block of ice. Sometimes it's uh, popcorn. Sometimes it's, I mean, soap. They've done everything. And you never know what is going to happen. You never know how it's going to react until the, this red-hot ball of metal hits whatever they drop it on. And some of them are absolutely fascinating. But they've, they've never put one up that I've been disappointed by or that I haven't watched. when they Because they usually last about two or three minutes. And I'll just sit here and watch what goes on when you take something that's that glowing red hot and drop it on a Pop-Tart, you know, just to see what happens. So do you find yourself then seeking that out and watching more of them? Funny you should ask, because usually no. Um, okay. Every so often what will happen is when the video's done, it'll put three more of them up and say, do you want to watch one of these? And yeah. sometimes, depending on what I'm doing, yeah, I'll go ahead and watch another one. There have been those times when I'll just sit there and start scrolling through them one after another after another. And it's like, ooh, I got to see that too. Yes, I'm looking through my TikTok account at the moment to see what the accounts are that I actually follow for mm -hmm. that reason. You don't do this where you just sit on TikTok at night until like one o'clock in the morning until you fall asleep. But a lot of us do. Gen a lot does. of us just yeah. sit there. Yeah, on TikTok and just start looking. This is exactly what TikTok is about is you find usually the algorithm. If you just hit for you, it'll just suggest, you know, one thing after another for you. Sometimes you find an account like this one with the hot what do they call it our red hot the red hot uh, copper ball 
yes. And you'll just click on that account and it will be so satisfying that you'll spend an hour watching every <laughs> single video they've posted. Yes. And I, they have tons of them, by the way. Right. And so I want to talk about what that is for you. What's the happy place on the internet that you just end up watching? Because I want to talk about why. There are a couple that um, that came up for me that I follow. And, and I just, I use that word satisfying yeah. very intentionally. Um, there's a guy that paints, I should look and see what the account is. Um, there's a guy that paints rooms. And it's, it, it is satisfying. It's very, it's the movement that he uses, but it's also because he doesn't remove like the light switch plates. He just paints around everything. Oh, wow. Okay. And then there's this beautiful room. There's something about that that is incredibly satisfying to watch over and over and over and over again. Drone videos is another yes. one that comes up a lot. Uh, yeah, People flying over very serene scenes. Like I've got a buddy that makes these down in Florida. He lives on a canal and flies his, his drone all over the place just taking video. Um, sometimes it's the ASMR. I can't think of what those letters are, but it's the sound yep. that they do on purpose to get your ear. Um, there's another one. This is why Pimple Popper <laughs> has become so popular. Yes. Because it's so satisfying to see that process. Similarly, there is a guy with a TikTok account. I don't know how many followers he's got who records himself. He's an ENT um, and he records himself removing earwax. Oh, wow. Oh, that got, would gross me oh, out. You say that, but you watch it once and he's got a tool that's like a little vacuum. Yeah. It's like a little suction device that's got a camera on it. So you see from the inside, and he's narrating it, him removing earwax from people's ears. And you say it's disgusting until you watch 15 of them. Yeah. And you're like, this is so incredibly satisfying to watch. Once you get over the, the first round of yeah. ew, then it's like, hey, wow. Now you're invested. You want to see what it, you want to see the eardrum clean of all of this stuff. The other one that, that to me is very similar to the red hot carbon or red hot copper ball thing that I, I started watching is uh, there's another one that's a hydraulic press and it's like a 5,000 ton or 5,000 pound hydraulic press and, and they squish everything. I mean, they've done a Garfield doll and uh, all these different things. And one of my favorite ones was, you remember the old 64 box of Crayola crayons? Yeah. They took one of those yeah. and they put it under this hydraulic press and just, you see what happens because the press is round and it's got holes drilled on the outside of the, of the piece that comes down and smashes into whatever it is that you're crushing. It doesn't happen real fast either. It just lowers itself down and then blammo. And uh -huh. there's very little, in fact, uranium, uranium, I think is the only thing I've seen where it destroyed the press. It destroyed the arm of the press. Everything else squishes, but when when they did the Crayola crayons, all of a sudden you see these rainbow ropes of of wax come squirting through every one of those holes, and it's just it's one of those things you never know how it's going to look. You never know exactly what is going to go down until you're watching the video, and they're great. I love the texts that are coming in because everybody has one of these glass blowing. Yeah. Yes, Texter. Absolutely. That's a wonderful one. I've seen more than a few of those lately. People doing it out on the street, too, which is also kind of cool. We can go to the phones. Give us a call. and Because I'm curious to know what it is about that, that that makes you glued to it. Let's go to Tiffany in Kansas City and see what she's watching. Hey, Tiffany. 
Hey, how are you? Doing well. What do you think? I was actually talking about the, my mother doesn't want me to share this, but the, the popping of the pimples <laughs> yeah. and the uh, the cyst extractions. I love watching those videos. I don't know why. It's so disgusting. Kind of like the earwax, but it is satisfying to see that at the end. Yeah, and do you know why? I mean, is is there a reason for you personally why that why that gets to you, or it just does? I have I have, I have no idea because I don't want to do it. I wouldn't <laughs> want anyone to do it to me, but I just like watching the videos. That's funny. All right, Tiffany, thank you. Yeah, that's. I mean, if it wasn't popular, you wouldn't have that show on what is it, Discovery Channel, that where yeah. Doctor Pimple Popper is. Yeah. Yep. Somebody just said I love watching people do calligraphy. Oh yeah, yes. I'll bet. Yes, I follow a couple of those, too, where they just or they'll just do different people's names. Quite frankly, who is the guy? Ross, um, the painter. Oh, Bob Ross. Bob Ross. It's that we love watching somebody who is that calm and that zen do the same thing over and over. Um, Somebody else mentioned power washers that there's one, I guess that's a Reddit thread, that's power washing porn. <laughs> so you get people that have these pressure washers and just, you know, on the side of a building or whatever, just start going at it. And it's funny because you think there are people who do that job for a living and we would not stand there and watch them do it. But we'll watch them do it in a video on TikTok. Right, right. It's just, right. you know, I'm not, I'm not going to, if I see somebody washing a building with a power washer, I'm not going to stop my car and stare at him while he's doing it, you know? But for right. some reason, you make a video out of it and we're all there. Phones are ringing. What is it? What's, and where is that account? Robert is calling in from Edgerton next. Hey, Robert. Hi, how are you doing? Doing good. What are you uh, watching? Uh, actually, I've got an expansion on your hydraulic press videos. Oh, do tell. They're- there's a gal that will dance in imitation of the movements of whatever's being squished. I saw one of those, yes. <laughs> Did she do a bunch of them? Because I only ever saw one. Oh, yeah. I saw a video on YouTube where they were highlighting some of hers. There's about four or five that they highlighted on the YouTube video. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Um, you're yeah, yeah so You're watching them, too. Yeah, they have it. It's a split screen. So they'll uh-huh. show the hydraulic press on one side of the screen, and the other side of the screen is her dancing around like whatever's being destroyed. <laughs> um, all right, 913-586-7798. Uh, we'll take a break. Keep these coming in, uh, and we'll get to more of your comments next on KMBZ. All right, we were talking about the places on the Internet where you go, it's satisfying, you get hooked, and you can't stop. And a lot of great ones are coming in on the text line. Yes. Oh, so much. And a lot of these, I didn't know. A few people in a row mentioned that there are accounts out there where somebody will go find overgrown yards uh-huh. and then mow them for free you know, with the consent of the people in the house. Uh, just because they figure, okay, this guy's yard is all you know messy and overgrown because he probably can't afford to have somebody you know, and physically maybe not able to do it himself. So I'll just go in and and they make these videos of them cleaning up the yard. And I love that, first of all, because it means I'm not doing yard work if I'm watching somebody right. else do yard work. And I love the altruism of it. You know, just that aspect of we're doing something to help out somebody individually and to help out the neighborhood as well. Yeah, Colin and I have talked about this before, that there's a guy from Kansas City that does it. We've tried to get him on the air. Oh, yeah? We, and and uh, haven't we, been able to. We talked a while back about, re- I can't remember if I reached out or or how that worked out or what it was. But, yeah, ne- either never heard back or I, or I forgot, didn't go through the process of 
going through the right channels to to try and get him on the show. But yeah, that's that's what he does. Is he goes up and he goes up to the the front door and he says, "Hey, I'll mow your lawn for free. This is what I do." He shows the portfolio of everything, and they're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, cool." And he just mows these lawns for free here in KC. How cool! I mean, now is is there? So you haven't chimed in on this yet. Is there a a, a rabbit hole like this that you find yourself well, going down? Okay, I told you during the break. Uh, my roommate and I watch music videos a lot, and we just put them on YouTube. And I described it to you guys kind of like what MTV yeah. used to do with all their music uh-huh. videos and everything. It's very similar to that, where we'll just start one that we like. We'll let it autoplay. We'll go grab some drinks. We'll have people, you know, do whatever. And we'll just sit there and, and let the music videos go. It's a great way not only to enjoy music videos, but to find music you don't know about yes, yet. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, anytime you're expanding that portfolio, that's going to be a good thing. Slow motion videos are coming in a lot, too. Yeah, there's a, a guy that I discovered um, because of an account called Chef Reactions. Uh, I don't know where he's in New York is where I think he's from. But he's a chef who will, yeah, I'm calling your um, he's funny. He's good. He is funny. And he criticizes. People will tag him in videos of other people cooking. And he's just very curmudgeon about it. Just very, and, and narrates these videos and, and it's awful. But one of the ones that he often will compliment, there's a chocolate artist. I don't have a better word for it. Named, and I'm going to mispronounce it, but it's a Maori, A-M-A-U-R-Y. G-U-I-C-H-O-N is how you pronounce the last name. I assume he's French. Okay. Um, and he is a chocolate, he, you know, he'll make a real thing out of chocolate. And it's very dance-like. It's the only thing that Chef Reactions likes. That he'll, <laughs> he'll then say, oh, now I feel like a piece of garbage because I can't even, you know, bake bread and then look at this guy. Yeah. But it's very zen to watch. Well, that's in the reaction videos uh, to kind of combine what you two both just said. I love some of the reaction videos of music where you've got some, and I know why they do it. I mean, it's the same reason why we can't play more than 30 seconds of a song without paying for it. So what they'll do is they'll have somebody sit there with a record player. And it's usually somebody who's Colin's age who will sit there with a record player, play an old record that they've never heard before. And then just every so often pick the needle up and and give their reaction to the songs so far. There was a guy, he was a young African-American guy, I don't remember his name, but he was probably 24 or 25, and he did one of one of the songs off of Led Zeppelin IV. And just watching this guy, who probably had never listened to any Led Zeppelin in his life, hearing this for the first time and just being completely overwhelmed by it was it was so great to watch because i got to kind of see that music again the yeah. way that i the, the, that it hit me the very first time that i listened to it dance videos are a hit yeah they'll show up a lot because they're just fun to fun to watch recently i started watching the dancing weatherman i want to say he's out of north carolina the what now <laughs> i cannot think of what his name is somebody knows i'd have to look at my tiktok to find it I don't know how he became associated with this group of dancers that I watch. Um, Vic White is the one that did this. uh, Gosh, I can't talk and think about what's on my TikTok at the same time. But there's a dancing weatherman, and he's a legit meteorologist who also is a really good dancer. And will post videos of of himself. Nick something. Coser is is what I'm seeing. It's K-O-S-I-R. Yep, he's very good at it, and he has an account of him joining these professional dancers, and he's really he's really good at it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm watching a little bit of him it? right yeah. now. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's got some moves. I'll give him that, and he's real skinny too, and I mean that always helps. And he smiles a lot in it, as if he knows 
I shouldn't really be with these guys. Like they're 22 years old and hot and, you know, and here I am, this older guy trying to, trying to hang with the kids yep. as if he knows that that's not where he belongs, but it's cute and dorky. I, yeah, well, you know, cute and dorky works extremely well online. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Uh, I'll have to do more of these. The other thing that I watch just because I love it. I mean, we've talked before about blooper videos. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I love it because we all screw up. And when you see somebody who's got the camera on them or we got a microphone, you know, in front of them or whatever, and you hear that, you know, and all of a sudden it all goes wrong. That's a lot of fun to watch. And the news blooper videos, I can sit there and watch hours of those things of people's because most times if they do it well, you never see it coming until it happens. How are you not on TikTok? How are you not <laughs> spending three hours at night on TikTok? Looking at stuff. I have things to do. So do I. I know. It's, you know, we're all busy, but it's the thing you do when you're supposed to be sleeping. Yep. Yeah, I, I will probably eventually get there, but I mean, there's so much of it elsewhere. You know, I can, if you if you do a search uh, and, you know, the kind of a lazy way to do it, go figure, I'd figure that one out, is on YouTube. You can find 45 minute and hour long videos of nothing but news bloopers back to back. And I don't have to think about it or scroll anything. It just happens. I think I like that they're in 30 or 45 second segments. Yeah. I think, I think given my limited attention span at night, that's what I want. I mean, there's a lot of, um, a lot of memes about like, yeah, I say I only want them in 45 second clips, but then I sit and watch them for three hours. <laughs> sure. So yeah. it's the same thing as, you know, if you ask somebody if they want to go watch an 11 hour movie, they're going to say, what are you nuts? And yet right. we binge watch 11 hours worth of a, of a, you know, a limited series all in one sitting. It's exactly the same thing. Yeah. All right. Thanks to everybody for getting in. Um, that was, <laughs> hope, hope, hope you got some ideas. Speaking of movies, while we have a couple of minutes, um, I just laughed when I saw this. There was a story out this morning that was reviewing a new John, Clo John Clooney, George Clooney movie that's out about rowers. I don't know the name of it in front of me. Boys in the Boat. But, yeah, I, I, we you. saw when we went to see Godzilla, we saw the preview for it. Okay. Um, it's the kind of movie I would like. Based on a true story, George Clooney's a great director. It looks like it's really good. I'm just at the point in life now where anytime I see a movie reviewed online or a movie talked about online, I assume it's on Netflix or Prime Video and not actually in the theater. And this one is actually in a theater, and I can't just immediately go watch it on Netflix. Yeah, well, and remember that for a while was uh, was the, where things were trending anyway, is that the day a lot of movies were released in the theater, they were also re released for streaming. They're not, right. It doesn't seem like they're doing quite as much of that anymore because they really want us back in the theater. But, um, yeah, you're right. I, I think we've gotten used to that. It's like, oh, which service is that on? Oh, <laughs> the one I have to go yeah. pay to see at the movies. Okay. The one I can't just see right away immediately. Yeah. And that was just irritating. I just thought, wait, you want me to go and see this in a theater? When was the last time you went wait. to a movie? I saw Top Gun Maverick. Oh, okay. In, All right. In the theater. So, that's so within a couple a year. years ago. Yeah. Before that, it had been a very long time. Mm -hmm. I sleep in theaters. You put me <laughs> in a comfortable chair in the dark. Yeah. And my sleep deprivation says, ooh, hey. <laughs> we could we could enjoy this for a while. And they're even more comfortable now than they used to be. I would imagine that's that's just asking for it at this point, because now everybody's in these big, giant, leather-wrapped things, and it's like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, the boys in the boat. 
uh, is what, and it's getting great reviews and, and a lot's being written about George Clooney and how he directed it and all this. And part of why I thought this was interesting was, I don't know where this is set, um, but what I, I spent uh, some time in Ithaca, New York, and I cannot think of the university that's based there. There's Ithaca, two. New York. Which uh, one is it? There's, there's two. Cornell is there, and Ithaca College is the other one. I think it's Cornell, um, but they have a really good rowing team. And the Airbnb that I stayed in for a couple of weeks, the backyard was up against the river where they would practice. And so all the time you could just be sitting outside watching the guys rowing by and just watching them practice. And it just became really interesting. Yeah. So Boys in the Boat is coming out. And just a lot's being written about this kind of being an old-fashioned way to go about it. Yeah. Is, is this going to drag you back into a theater again, you think? No. <laughs> no, I'll wait for it. It's, it'll nope. hit Amazon eventually. <laughs> At some point, I'll be looking on Netflix, looking, to, <laughs> looking for something to watch. And in part because this isn't one that needs to be seen in a theater. Yeah, it's not a it's not full spectacular of blockbuster and, thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just I just laughed at myself and said I now just expect everything to be available to me online instead of having to go into a theater and see it. So all right, uh, we'll take a break here. Coming up, we'll switch gears. Uh, we have one of these what would you do? Who's the horrible person? Questions about a guy that agreed to have a child with his wife at a certain point in life and now regrets it. Get to that coming up on KMBZ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Phone number here, 913-586-7798. Uh, you would think this would be an IATA, 
question, um, but no. This is in the parenting advice column on Slate.com. Yeah, back to Slate we go for this one, and it's uh, it struck me as such a fascinating question because – in some ways, this guy comes off as being brutally honest, and in other ways, comes off very whiny. <laughs> I just wanted uh-huh. to see which one was going to be the overtake here. Just to paraphrase, what happened was he and his wife, early in their marriage, tried to have kids. Didn't happen. Tried for eight years to have kids. Didn't happen. So eventually, they just stopped trying. And, I mean, this is a fairly common story. You stop trying, and then all of a sudden, guess what? <laughs> You're pregnant. So... For three years after they stopped trying, nothing happened. And then all of a sudden, he says, unexpectedly, his wife became pregnant. And they talked about what to do since they had already kind of dedicated themselves to being a childless couple. She decided early on that she wanted to keep the child and that they would just become parents into what for him was his 40s. So he says, I went along with it, which that's not a great way to put it. But but, uh, he said, I went along with it. And and so we did. And now I hate it. I regret it every day. He says, don't get me wrong. I love our three-year-old son, but I feel constantly resentful of the freedom we gave up and too old and tired to summon the energy that I would have had if the parenting plan had worked out a decade ago when it was supposed to. And he says, we don't have any family support. We don't have any friends our age. He said, all our friends our age, their kids are now grown and gone. So, or much older. So the, you know, going through infancy and toddler, you know, stage as a parent, when you don't have any other parents who still have toddlers, he says it can be really trying. And he says, he's not, you know, he's not leaving, but neither are the feelings of guilt and all of the rest of it that goes along with this. And he's just looking for what the solution to this is. There are a couple of lines in this I want to pick out verbatim. I am seeing a therapist, but I can't help but feel that the life I should be living was stolen from me. That's a little harsh. Yeah. No, it wasn't. You made the choice to have sex with your wife. You made the choice to not say to her. Because he said, one of the things he says early is, um, and I'll just find it so I can say it to you. Um, By that time, I was in my mid-40s and had grown to love our child-free life, but my wife wanted a baby so much that I went along with the pregnancy, even though I had a lot of worries. It turns out my worries were founded. Well, you had the option at that point to, you're you're half of that relationship. I mean, you, you had the option at that point to say, I know you really want a baby. I don't. You weren't honest enough. I mean, you you still went along with this plan. It's too late now yeah. for you to be resenting the life that was stolen from you. Because you're you're absolutely 100% right. Nothing was stolen from you. You decided to give it up. You decided yeah. to give it up and stay where you were and and like you said, not be honest about what you were really facing. And we don't know what kind of discussions they had. He doesn't go into detail about it, but it sounds like fairly easily. He said, okay, all right, fine. I'll go through with this. And now that you've made that choice, now you have to deal with the consequences of your actions. Welcome to being human. Yeah. I also don't have a lot of sympathy for the, um, you're right. A lot of this comes off as whiny. He's not the first person. Um, and, and frankly, this is something that, that the internet is good for is that a lot of people who have kids don't like it. A lot of parents don't like being parents. A lot of parents did it for whatever reason and and don't enjoy it. They don't love being parents. So he's not the first adult in the history of the universe to have kids and not love being a parent. 
um, the whininess comes out a little bit to me of the, we don't have any family support. Here's all the things that makes this harder. Well, go find it. I mean, you're in a different, in a different life now. If the parents your age have kids that are older, you need to go find parents that have kids that are your kid's age. Yes, and, and in fact, the response from Slate is almost verbatim what you just said. And so, I haven't even read it yet. Well, yeah, I know. No, no, and, and what I was going to point out is for all the people who ever say, well, Jamie, you don't understand. You don't have kids. Well, <laughs> right. I, I think being a human being and having been a kid at one point, yeah, yeah, you actually can understand this stuff because, yeah, that's what they said. In fact, the line out of the response that I love is the first line. She, uh, they, I, I was going to say she. I, I'm not sure who responded, but they said even parents who have children at the, quote, ideal time in their lives can find themselves hating parenthood. I often say that kids are great, but parenting can really suck. It's hard, often thankless work that requires constant sacrifice. And then they go through uh, all of the things that you just said. You know, if, if, you, if your peers have kids that are way older than your kid, hang out with people younger than you. It yeah. won't kill you, you know? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you you think you're worn out because you're 45. No, you're worn out because you have a kid. Right. Uh, but, you know, I remember being 25 and being worn out because we had two kids. That's, you know, right. it's, it's never a walk in the park. So, yeah, I, I think that at some point, this guy doesn't need encouragement. What he needs is somebody to smack him in the head and tell him this was your choice. You got to live with it, buddy. Yeah, there's a reason why people choose not to have kids. And women get a lot of criticism for this. And there's and, and there have been several essays in the last couple of months of women that have written about, here are the 74 reasons why I decided not to have kids. And it's not that I haven't had them yet. It's that I have chosen, and here are all the reasons why. And if one of the, and, and I'm sure what happened here was, at what point he did want kids, and then he got a taste of life without it and decided he liked that life better. Yep. He should have said that to his wife. Right. And and Or stuck to it. And the thing is, and I know I'm probably going to take heat for saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. If that means that her life is dedicated to being a mom and your life is now dedicated to being that, you know, having that no kids lifestyle that you've now fallen in love with. If that means the end of your relationship, that's what it means. Right. And then she then can find, if she chooses, a partner, maybe who already has kids, yeah. maybe, but who wants to be a dad when he doesn't. Um, the thing I fear in a situation like this is that the kid is going to pick up on dad didn't want me. Yes. Or that he's not going to be present enough. He's going to be the dad that doesn't go to the games and does and isn't present and engaged enough as a dad. And the kid in 20 years is going to be in therapy saying my dad didn't want me. And so he wasn't there for me. Yes. And uh, I mean, I, we've, we've talked before about the fact that, uh, you know, when Jen and I got married, that, that we don't have any kids in common that are both of ours. Right. Um, I mean, all of our kids are both of ours, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Genetically, we don't have that. We talked about it. And then we thought, no, you know, we've done that. We've done that already, and we are a little older now, and, and we don't want to go through the toddler stage and the diaper stage and all of that stuff anymore. So we just decided not to do it, and that was fine for both of us. But, uh, you, you know, again, you live with the choices that you make, 
And another thing that I think was very wise that they put in this article is that in the response, they said, you know, there are people who go into it wanting to have kids who resent the decision later, who find right. out that parenting is not what they thought and it isn't for right. them, but they've got to stick it out. And so you decided to, now you got to stick it out. I'm glad he's in therapy. That's That was a good step. I don't know if a therapist is going to talk him into wanting to be a dad. Sure. Hopefully what happens is he finds as much joy with his son as he does from the good life. What I hope doesn't happen is he tries to keep living that single life anyway. Yes. And goes out and has an affair or does whatever. And, you know, I, I hope he doesn't hold on to that life. And again, that would be the predictable path, right? I mean, that's yeah. well-trod ground. We'll go to the phones on this in just a second. If you want in, 913-586-7798. There is something, though, that, that I want to add in that I think is kind of important here is that um, in in my own you know way of, of trying my best not to come off as judgy, if you had kids and didn't like being a parent, first of all, you're not alone. Second of all, that's okay. Your your feelings yeah. and your reactions are yours, and they are valid. Nobody said you had to love it. But if you found yourself in that position where five years in, you were going, what did I do? How did you deal with it? What what was your path through that? Um, yeah, I can say as hard as things ever got, I never found myself going, damn it, why did I ever become a father? No, no, no. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I was in love with the idea of being a parent the entire time, still am. But that doesn't mean it was never hard. You know, never right. That doesn't mean it was never hard. It was hard lots of times. Well, I would imagine it's also hard if you and your significant other are apart on it a little bit. Yes. Like your significant other definitely, definitely, really, really does want kids, and you kind of do. So you do it anyway. Yep. We'll go to the phones on that, and James in Kansas City is going to kick us off on this one. Hey, James. Hey, what's going on? I appreciate you guys taking my call. Sure. Uh, I'd hate to sound a negative here, but this is just my gen. Like one of the first things I thought about when I heard you guys reading the story and talking about it. If I was the guy, I mean, I would think the first thing I would do at this point is go get a DNA test to make sure the child is mine. Because if you try for eight years to have a kid, you can't have a kid. I mean, I guess miracles can happen, but you know, something, something to me might be a little skeptical, but maybe he really trusts his wife. Maybe he knows that she didn't cheat. I don't know, but I'm just saying I would, I would check that out to make sure the kid is actually yours before you continue on this life that makes you miserable. You know what I mean? But I love, I love kids. I love children. I think he does sound kind of whiny, but uh, I was just saying, if I was him, I would definitely want to check that out. All right, <laughs> James, an angle we hadn't thought of, but uh, I mean, and uh, some people would say it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it's certainly not going to be all that healthy for the relationship. But if you've dedicated yourself to being that kid's dad, you got to do it. I was that kid. My parents tried for five years, couldn't have kids, mm -hmm. gave up, considered adoption. There I was. Yep. Sometimes it it just... This is why I'm an only child, because then that's all there well, was going to be. Did you get a so. DNA test? <laughs> you know, I'm very certain that my parents were my parents. <laughs> very, totally very kidding, certain. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it never occurred to them that somebody was acting out. Um, <laughs> but I do think your question is is intriguing about if it did, especially if you really wanted kids and then it turned out to be different or harder than you thought. How did you, because again, my concern is you got to be present anyway. You got to be engaged anyway. You don't ever want to have the kid who knows you didn't want them. I mean, that's the word. Whether you wanted them or not, you still made the choice. Yeah. And, so, how, and how'd you like to hear that from your parents? 
You know, right. we never wanted you anyway. Oof. And and you don't want to, I mean, for him specifically, you don't want to end up in that situation where you're now, he was in his mid-40s when the child was born. So how'd you like to be 58? You got a 13-year-old you're dealing with who is just, I mean, you've had a hard enough time parenting anyway, and you get frustrated to the gills and something happens and something goes wrong and there's a big blowout fight and those words come out of your mouth, you cannot eat those back again. How do we feel? 913-586-7798. A lot of texts coming in as well. I'll also put this out there because somebody just texted this. If you are single without children and that is a decision you made, why? Get to that coming up as well here in KMBZ. Oh, we have a ton of calls to get to here. We'll get through these uh, as fast as we can. We got into this conversation because of a guy that wrote into Slate.com who's been wife, uh, with his wife a long time, it seems. And initially, they really wanted kids. And they tried for like eight or nine years, couldn't have them, became content to be just happily married couple without kids for a while. Three years later, suddenly, she becomes pregnant. Now they have a three-year-old. He's in his 40s and is really resentful of the child-free life that was, quote, stolen from him. And at that, we'll go back to the first couple of things out on the table. It just, you know, if you found yourself at any point resenting parenthood, even if you went into it wanting to do that, how did you deal? And if you made the decision just, that's not me, I'm not a parent, you know, why did you make the decision and how has that worked out for you? And we'll go to it, uh, kick off with Pam, who's calling in from North KC. Hello, Pam. Hey, Jay, how you doing? All right, how you doing? Doing all right. Happy New Year to you, early. Thank you. Same back. You too. And Jamie, to you also. Thank you. Um, I have just a wise piece of advice that my children's pediatrician gave me 30-plus years ago. He said, children do not come with instruction books. Yeah. And I think what he was getting at was saying, you know, it was not always going to be pretty. It wasn't going to be easy. It's it's a learning process throughout for for everybody. Yeah, and sometimes you just have to take your chances that what you're doing is the right thing and see how it works out. Sometimes it will, sometimes it won't. You learn along with them. Oh, yeah. Yep. And I think that's what my doctor was getting at at the time, and, and I've never forgotten that. And I hope that those who are listening will take some of that and run with it. Love it. Hey, Pam, thank you. Uh, good words, good words. To Alex in Lee's Summit up next. Hello, Alex. Hey, guys. It's been a while since talking to you. Um, <laughs> so i got to make this quick, so I apologize. Um, I was trick-trapped into being a parent with my first kid. He now lives with me, happily divorced for a long time. And the second kid was an accident where we beat birth control. Um, but the moment my I found out I was going to have my first kid, I was 19 and a half um it, it dawned on me like i've got to be an adult about this i, I gotta switch my priorities from video games and partying to doing something for my kids so if, if you can't see yourself doing that you're not going to be a halfway you theoretically won't be a good parent but you've got to be able to switch your priorities and realize i can't go and have as much fun as i want to you can still go and have fun but everything has to be revolving around making sure that kid survives and is societal asset. Yeah. But, um, I got a VA appointment 
Um, yeah, so go do it. Like, I hey, gotta run. No, yeah, but good words, Alex. Thank Thanks you. For the Thanks call. for making the shout. Uh, and you're right. I, I think that what, if you're not ready to make that switch from being number one in your own life to being number two in your own life, don't have kids. Yeah, absolutely, because uh, you absolutely have to. Let's go to Joe in Shawnee up next. Hello, Joe. How's it going today? Doing Great. going well. Uh, um, you know, being a parent's hard work. You know, my wife and I we talked about it and we wanted kids. Then we ended up with, uh, uh-oh, whoops, today's again. Oh, no, not again. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's one of those that you have to learn how to be a parent because as the first caller, um, there's no instruction manual. You know, I got three boys. One of them's autistic, and you always do your best to try to um, make things happen. You know, people say, oh, we can't afford to have a kid and things like that. You always find a way. Yeah. So you just have to give them, you know, support and love and try to teach them the best way you can. Yeah, that's and thank you, Joe. That's the thing. You'll never master it. I mean, there's no such right. thing as uh, I've got parenthood down. Yeah, because then right. you find out the next kid isn't like that. Right, <laughs> right. No, you've got to adjust on the fly. Let's go to Mike at Liberty and see what he's got to add in. Hey, Mike. Oh, love you, love you, show. Thank you. Uh, I'm one of the 100% true uh, no kids, no marriage kind of person. I mean, my parents were basically 18 when they had me. They were junior high sweethearts. They bought a house in the entry-level neighborhood, you know, like when they were 22 or 3, which is unheard of now. And I was a latchkey kid. You know, they got divorced. And, you know, I would come home, you know, in grade school, you know, all alone. Um, I was also, that's the neighborhood I was in. There was a lot of, you know, single parents and stuff like that, people with the same story, you know. And, um, I mean, I knew forever. I mean, since... I mean, high school and on and this or that, that there's no way I was going to have a kid or ever get married because of everything that I saw being brought up. It was like, man, I don't want to do that. And let me just prod you a little bit on that. Uh, was there anything in particular, anything specifically that you that you maybe didn't like about your own childhood that you didn't want to force onto another kid? Uh, well, I mean, my childhood, I mean, it, yeah, it was rough, um, you know, and so, like, obviously, the only thing I'd have to base it on was, you know, stuff you can't get away with these days um, yeah. with kids. But, they, uh, I mean, you know, people will tell you, you know, especially when you're younger um, or when you're young, you know, you'll change your mind. Oh, don't say never. You'll change your mind. Oh, you know, and as the years go by, less and less people tell you that, and now it's to the point where – Nobody says that anymore. And <laughs> it's, you know, I mean, it's just, I, I can tell you, I would like to have a normal life, but, you know, it, it's just not the path I, I took. I mean, everything I saw growing up and also growing up made me realize it's like, I, I don't want to do this. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, you know, I, it was just, it was just wasn't an option. I, I mean, I remember dating a girl in her early 20s she's like well why should we stay together you don't even want to have parent or kids or, or get married and i was like you know i was like well we are kind of young you know <laughs> but you know i mean that's 
you know, that's one of the things also yeah. that happened. Well, and, it, um, I, I would look at that and say, at least you were honest, you know, uh, yeah. that's that. And that's what you kind of have to do. Mike, well, so we got to see if we can get one more caller on here, but thank you very much for getting in. It's good to hear from somebody who, who made that decision and is happy with it. Absolutely. Let's get one more quick call. How about Leroy and Grandview? Hey, Leroy, it's all yours. Hey guys, they're saving my phone call. You bet. <clears throat> All right, so this is a kind of a funny you guys bring this up because just within the past two weeks, <clears throat> this happened to me in a sense. So I've got a girlfriend. We've been together, you know, seven years or so. We got together. She wanted kids, but she wasn't super adamant about it. I definitely do not want kids. And it's not that I'm anti-kids. Uh, I helped raise five when I was in the military. I just like my life, and I can go do what I want to do or us. Wait, we got we got to go real quick. What happened? Uh, are you still together? Uh, I was ready to break up with my girlfriend recently, and then she got pregnant. I had to befriend her again and make friends because I didn't want to have kids, but I would have ended up in taking the responsibility, but I had to play my cards backwards. All right. Hey, thank you for the call. Best of luck to you. All right. Thanks, everybody, for getting here. We'll take a break. Be back in the next hour on KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.